Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're having a heat wave here in Vancouver. (laughs) I laugh because our heat wave is like nothing like the heat waves that half of you are probably dealing with in the United States. But us Vancouverites, we struggle. (laughs) We struggle because we don't have air conditioning. We struggle because we love to complain about the weather. (laughs) And I'm chuckling because I'm talking about it on my podcast, but... Um, that's because I had to shut my AC off to record this episode because it's too loud and you wouldn't be able to hear me. And we need you to hear me if you're listening to, to my podcast here. So guys, uh, today's Thursday. So this is when this is going out. And uh, this whole last week, uh, I've had the launch of my brand new membership. Uh, firstly, I just want to say thank you for those that have signed up. I am super stoked. It's gone really well over the last uh, month. Uh, month last week of you guys uh, signing on and uh, I'm super stoked to pump out tons of good content I've got great ideas for what's coming your way all around dating relationships advice sex tips you know uh, it's coming at you little by little so uh, if you uh, if you still uh, are thinking about it you're on the fence you're not sure uh, of course today at 9 a.m was the the when the uh, discount code expired. Um, but if you're still like, you know what, maybe I want to give it a try to send me a message on Instagram or, or fire me over an email or get in contact with me and we'll definitely hook you up and make sure you can get uh, access to it at uh, the rate that works. But uh, yeah, for those of you that have signed on and you're on board, excited because I've got lots of awesome content that's going to be coming out your way. Um, so thank you. It's a super success and um, I'm pleased to have that uh, product out there. Um, today we're going to be talking about emotions emotions and I watched a documentary the other day it's a kind of a I watched a documentary the other day called what is a woman and I sat down with my partner and we we watched this and uh, it brought up a lot of emotions in me and doing my one-on-one work with clients brings up a lot of emotions in me and emotions are everywhere right so I want to address that and I titled this podcast stop letting emotions control you uh, because I see that happening everywhere I look now I want to start off today's podcast with a quote by Oscar Wilde he said I don't want to be at the mercy of my emotions. I want to use them, to enjoy them, and to dominate them. I love it. It's so spot on. Now, emotions are something that we as human beings cannot avoid. Emotions are the reactions that us amazing, beautiful humans are experiencing in response to an event or to a situation. 
But I want to break something down for you here because there are three components to emotions. The first component is our subjective experience. And I'm going to talk about what that is. The second is our physiological response. And most of us are pretty familiar with that one. Heart racing, for example. And lastly is our behavioral or expressive response. This is where some of us have some trouble. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what your favorite emotion is, but when I work with my uh, private clients, we check in with how we're feeling each day because creating awareness around what we are experiencing is really important. And it's not about becoming your emotion. Like I feel pretty optimistic and I feel very eager right now and I feel um, also a little sleepy at the same time but I have a lot of different emotions going on at the same time for me and those emotions that I'm experiencing right now aren't who I am all the time like in 20 minutes I might feel something different so so many of us when we feel something we kind of associate that with who we are Like if we feel sad, like, oh, I'm a depressed person. Or if I experience anger, it's like, oh, I'm just an angry person. No, you're just a human being that's having a wide range of emotions at a big, wonderful human experience. (laughs) However, what you choose to do with your emotions is what I'm noticing is like what we're struggling with. What, What a lot of my clients struggle with, what I have struggled with, what I still struggle with in many aspects. And I see everybody around me. It's like, this is so heightened for me these days that I just, I see so many people struggling to deal with the emotions they're experiencing. So let let me break down these three components. The first is your subjective experience. So an emotion to you may be experienced differently to someone else. Uh, Take, for example, sadness. Many of us are familiar with feeling sad, but is all sadness the same because you might be a little bit sad or you might be really really sad right so we're not always experiencing pure emotions like I said earlier and I explained kind of some of the things I'm, I'm feeling right now we often have a mix of emotions maybe it's sadness but also experiencing anxiety and also experiencing anger, but then also fear experiencing some optimism, right? It's like, it's such a, a mix, a wonderful contradictory stew of different emotions that we experience, which means that our experience is subjective. What I'm feeling mixed with all these unique things and how I experience that is very different from how you experience that. So firstly, our emotional experience is subjective. Okay, so how I experience is not necessarily the way you do. But then we have our physiological response. So I know for me, when I'm feeling like that anxiety or anger, like my jaw clenches, or I feel like I hold stress and tension and anxiety in my stomach or my upper shoulders, like they they tighten and my neck gets tight. For you, it could be similar. It could be, you know, you, you notice like your fists are clenching or, um, you know, your, your heart is 
racing or you you sweat maybe you sweat a little maybe you sweat profusely when I get super nervous like back in the days when I worked in corporate and I had to go up onto the trading floor so here I am at uh, a Deutsche Bank in Sydney Australia giving a presentation my very first presentation many many years ago on this uh, trading platform (laughs) and I still didn't know all of the lingo in the industry. And here I am in this boardroom in front of like 15 men that have been in this industry for 30 years. And here am I like hot off the press. My nervousness turned into freezing cold hands and sweaty palms, which is like the perfect combination for when you want to shake someone's hand, right? (laughs) Cold and clammy, like, ew. (laughs) But that was my physiological response to fear, right? Fear, 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 nervousness, anxiety. So we all have a very, uh, uh, we all have a physiological response. And then we have the behavioral response. So how do you, as a grown ass man, express your emotion? How do I, as a grown ass woman, express my emotion? How do you individually express your emotion? Now, some of us know that this expression can be culturally similar similar in certain areas around the world, such as the majority of us in the world when we're experiencing joy, um, that goes hand in hand with like a smile, right, on our faces. Um, you know, culturally similar expression and behavior of anger could be like uh, frowning or yelling. However, we also have a very wide range of responses, some of which are healthy and natural, and some of them sabotage the F out of us. And some of those behaviors can lead us to hurting others, including ourselves. So emotions, we don't want to feel them. They're so overwhelming. And I hear people say like, oh, like my emotions are controlling me. And the truth is, is they are not. You get to choose your behavioral, behavioral response to an emotion that you're experiencing. You get to choose whether you process your emotion in a healthy way or you process it in an unhealthy way. Healthy could be something like, I'm experiencing some anxiety or sadness or anger, so I'm going to actually sit and meditate, or I'm going to journal it out, or I'm going to talk to a trusted friend and maybe vent a little bit. Unhealthy could be, I don't want to feel that emotion, so I'm just going to shove it down and I'm going to, you know, eat and order like a greasy pizza and just sit on the couch. Or it could be, um... I scream at my wife or my boyfriend or my partner. Or it could be that I punish myself by thinking the nastiest things about myself. Or I isolate myself. Or I overwatch porn. Or I play video games for an entire week. There are so many behaviors that we, we get to choose how we respond to the emotions that we can't stop from happening. But we get to choose what we do with them. And I'm noticing that 
so many of us are either sabotaging ourselves as a result of the emotions we're experiencing or we're suppressing them so much. And you see, if we don't process our emotions, they get trapped into a feedback loop, right? They keep coming back up and back up and back up. You want to shove them down, guys? You want to shove down that feeling of like resentment or anger or rejection that you're feeling in dating or in your relationship, that aggression, that frustration, that that bitterness, that humiliation, that letdown, betrayal. These are all wonderful emotions. I'm provoked. I feel hostile. I feel indignant, ridiculed, disrespected, numb, skeptical, infuriated, annoyed. You want to shove all that shit down? It is going to come right back up in this lovely feedback loop. And you're going to get stuck in that feedback loop unless you face it and process it. You see, it's not failure. It's not rejection that kills us in life. It's not loss. It's not losing all your money or the other difficulties you're inevitably going to face because life is not a straight line. It is not perfect. It is your feelings about those events and your behaviors that ensue as a result of those feelings that ruin people, good people. So this is why I'm like so into talking about this subject. I bring it up all the time. Emotional regulation. What is appropriate for you? And I'm not saying like if you're angry, you can't get angry or yell. Like there is healthy expression of anger. And I mean, let's be let's be honest too. There's very large social differences in the expression of anger. Like in our Western society, it's like, We have a little room for it, but not a lot of room for it. Whereas other cultures and tribes around the world, like they can be really angry and their expression is very different. They might even have a ceremony around it. Whereas us, it's like, okay, scream or cry a little, right? But, But the point is, what's safe? What's safe for you? What's not harming you? How can you express and let it out? I mean, there's these what are they, these uh, rooms that you can go to where you grab a bat and you just you smash the shit out of everything. Or you go hit some baseballs or you, you use that aggression and anger and you move, you move that energy, right? So learning to deal with your emotions is going to be the massive difference in whether you have a life you enjoy or a life you don't enjoy. It is literally up to you. You cannot avoid suffering. But how can you learn to deal with it? Now, I've talked a lot about emotional regulation. I sneak it into tons of my podcasts since the very beginning. But I'm going to share with you a couple of things to re-remind you, re-remind you, remind you of what's within your control and power so you can learn to deal with the emotions you're experiencing, process them in a healthier way, and therefore learn to have a healthier behavioral response. The first is awareness. So understanding your experience, being able to label the emotion that you're experiencing is the first step. You've got to be aware of what is going on with you so that you can choose to deal with it in a way that's productive. If you don't have that self-awareness of what you're experiencing, you're gonna operate and you're not operating consciously. So the first thing is, how do you learn to deal with that? Well, you learn to become aware of your emotions. And that's really scary for a lot of people, especially if you've been suppressing it most of your life, all of a sudden kind of creating space and room for your emotions can be like really overwhelming. 
So maybe you want to try doing that in a safe place with a, a counselor, a coach, a good trusted friend. Maybe you create an environment where you feel really safe within your own space. But having this awareness of, hey, like, wow, I have been experiencing these emotions for a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm running with anxiety, like in the back of my mind all the time. I, I'm, I'm aware of it now. I'm aware. I'm consciously aware that I'm experiencing this. So the first is going to be awareness without a doubt. Now tools. What can I do? How can I choose a different response? Um, so many things here, right? Like the, the list is quite endless, but writing it down, journaling it out, really therapeutic, really important, uh, really helpful to process by either, you know, a stream of consciousness journaling, which is you just writing whatever is coming out of your mind. It doesn't need to make sense. It's not poetic. It's just how I'm talking right now, the things that I'm thinking, I want a sip of my coffee, it's hot outside, whatever comes into your mind, you write it down. It's stream of consciousness. You're processing all the crap and junk that's in your brain. You're putting it on a piece of paper. So that's some journaling. And maybe you want to journal in a more poetic way. And whatever works for you is great for me. There's crying. <laughs> it's actually like a really good emotional release. So many of us feel like we can't cry. Or when we feel ourselves welling up, we try so hard to pop, push that back into our body. And it's like all that energy and, and, and all we're doing to stop ourselves from actually just crying and releasing. So if you need a good cry, like, guys, it's fine. Like, cry. It's so much better than shoving it in and just feeling so overwhelmed and angry and stressed all the time, right? So if you need that outlet, that's why I love these beautiful men's groups where these men get vulnerable with each other and they share, but it's a safe, non-judgmental space. And usually these guys start bawling their eyes out. I think it's amazing and beautiful. Nobody wants anyone crying all the time every day, but... To have a healthy release, it's like, holy shit, this person is a real human. They have real emotions and everybody is suffering. So let's hold some space for that. So crying, literally, I say this, cry if you need to. Addressing your basic needs. Do you need to slow the F down? Do you need to take a nap? <laughs> Do you need to eat some healthier food? Do you need to drink more water? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to move your body or stretch or meditate or listen to some great music and of course do you need to vent is there a safe place that you can vent do you have a coach a counselor a trusted friend a family member that you can say hey like sometimes call my sister and i'm like hey nasi like do you have a couple minutes to talk i, I like to ask permission first yeah 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 uh is it all right if i just vent yeah 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 she goes i vent to you all the time go ahead she's like i'm here listening and i'm like blah 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 this that 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 oh I feel so much better and she's like yeah that's that sounds stressful and I'm like yeah it is thanks for listening <laughs> and then I feel lighter and better and there's a spring in my step because someone I love listened to me and that's what I needed relaxation tools meditation deep breathing or breathing techniques right uh, years ago, four years ago, was it? I went to a seminar. This guy, I can't remember his name. He was talking about uh, deep breathing and he got everybody in the crowd to start doing a very intense deep breathing exercise. And then about five minutes later, half the people in the room were bawling their eyes out because 
they finally got into this flow of breathing that allowed themselves to stop like holding on to their body so tightly. They were able to relax and then they all just started crying because they'd been holding on to so many emotions. And I looked around the room and it didn't happen for me because at the time I was kind of, I was observing, I, I didn't do it. I, I struggled to actually relax and get into the, the group environment and that's something I deal with. But everyone else that I was looking at, they were all bawling their eyes out. I was like, wow, this is really intense. Deep breathing can do that for you. Uh, it's an amazing tool. And then, of course, learning to, to manage your emotions, like by learning healthy stress relievers, uh, whether that's painting, whether it's, again, writing in a different fashion, whether you did what I did this spring, you start a garden, call friends, learn something new, do the kind of things that are healthy outlets and healthy behaviors to process what you're feeling. So emotional management, emotional regulation. Stop letting your emotions ruin your life. They are not there to ruin your life. They are there to tell you what is important to you. They are bits of information. The analogy I use is if you're sitting on the couch watching TV and some you hear a knock on your door, and you go to answer your door and it just happens to be the emotion energetic or it just happens to be the emotion anxiety. Well, you know, you let that emotion come and sit down next to you on the couch for a little bit and then that emotion gets up and he leaves or she leaves and another one comes in. Now sleepy is coming to visit you, right? You are not defined by your emotions. They are ex experiences you're having. So do not allow them to control you, you are in control of how you respond. Take ownership for your life. And if you're struggling in this area, if you've been trying all of the things that I have suggested here, then it maybe it is time for someone like yourself to get support. And there's nothing wrong with that as in fact, a really healthy outlet. So how well do you process and deal with the emotions that you experience? Are you suppressing them? Because if you are, it's time to let them out. If you know someone that needs to hear this episode, someone that is really tightly holding on to their emotions, there's my reminder. <laughs> if there's someone that's really tightly holding on to their emotions, if someone could benefit from just hearing about this and listening to this podcast, please share it. Uh, and guys, look forward to uh, bringing you an, another episode next week. Thanks for listening to the end and uh, talk to you later, folks. Ciao.